Welcome to the Marriage Shop Podcast, presented by Catalyst, helping to improve every part of life that matters in every place that matters. In the Marriage Shop, we discuss the work required to build, repair, and maintain a marriage that lasts. I'm Wendy Perry, and I'm joined by my co-host and handsome husband, Dr. Mike Perry. Well, thank you, baby. The pleasure is all mine. We invite you to join us during our live recording of The Marriage Shop on Facebook and YouTube on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern. For now, let's get to work in The Marriage Shop. What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to The Marriage Shop. That is all. <laughs> hey, it's Mike and Wendy. Yeah. So what are we talking about tonight? Well, I think tonight we are talking about money, even though it seems like there's something else we should be announcing. I don't know. Hey, in full transparency, though, y'all, your boy's tired. <laughs> <laughs> so just in case the HD is working tonight, you're like, man, this eyes are pretty red. I have not been smoking weed. I'm tired. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... You never know what might happen when you're tired, you know. Sometimes sometimes you say too little, sometimes you say too much. Yeah. So I'm going to try to avoid saying too much tonight, at least. Um. Okay. Okay. Yep. What we're talking about, so first Mondays are going to be marriage and money or money and marriage. And so we're talking about an article that I came across where an advice column more specifically, where um, a young woman wrote in to ask advice and the title is that I struggle to pay our bills, period. My husband just bought his dream car. Here's what the the, uh, column says. Dear Pay Dirt, that's the name of the column. Mm -hmm. I am the breadwinner between my husband and I. I pay over half of the ridiculously expensive rent. Hello, California. All the utilities, the family car payment, childcare, and more, and not even counting my massive student loans which I have been on forbearance the past year. I only have 10% of my check for other essentials like gas and groceries, which is not enough to really live off of. My husband pays the rest of the rent, child support for his first son, and a few other bills. We have this arrangement because he says that I, who went to college, got a degree, and have a professional license, make significantly more than him, Therefore, I can afford to pay for more of the bills. He said that he just cannot afford to help me too much. So I'm going to stop there. That's the first part. I'll give you a little bit more in a second. There so, there's so many things wrapped up in that, right? Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, you can kind of go at it from the, uh, well, well, some people would go at it from, well, well who's the, bread, the breadwinner and who's supposed to be? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of issues and insecurity and whatnot around that. Who makes more money? Yeah. Um, I frankly don't personally not I don't believe that that's necessarily something that needs to be an issue. Mm-hmm. But then you get into more things, right? Because um, there's there's sacrifice in there or lack of mm-hmm. or a, a, a true imbalance, I should say, of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. There is um, the the idea basically, <laughs> basically sounds like what buddy is talking is saying is, hey, you know, I mean, you did all that work, you got the degrees. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, that's what come with it. <laughs> heavy, he- heavy is the head that wears the crown. I mean, that's what it sounds like he's basically saying. Oh my goodness. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> I mean, Internet says stop. It's upsetting to me. Who agrees <laughs> to that? Oh, mm. uh, Tawanika says she shouldn't she shouldn't have agreed to this. It's hard to train an old dog new tricks. They need counseling. <laughs> but you know what? It's funny though, right? It's like, okay, maybe you make more money and so therefore percentage-wise, more mm-hmm. of your money is going to go out toward the things that we need. Yeah. You know, I, at that point, not necessarily a problem, right? Mm-hmm. However, and, and even, well, that's another story. Anyway, once you get into, like, the the car, that's yeah. very interesting. So I'm trying to remain, like, there. in the pocket, though. I'm just going to... So this, this, this kind of touches on a couple of things that we've talked about in the past. One is expectations going into the marriage and during the marriage, once you're married. The other is managing finances. Mm-hmm. And so we've spent some time around um, having separate accounts or having a joint account and some other things. So this, this one takes it kind of a step further. But if you want information on those, sift through all of our old videos and you'll see we've mm-hmm. talked about some of those things. So... Um, Y'all got that first part. So here we go. I left you with, yeah, let me go back to this sentence. He said that he just cannot afford to help me too much. Look, That's too, T-O-O. I, mean, I got to put gas in this car. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I mean, I out of nowhere, detail. <laughs> out of nowhere, he went and bought a third car, his dream muscle car. He said it wasn't my concern and that it's his money. So he's the one paying for it. And that I don't need to worry about it. I was furious that he could eat, that he could buy his dream car, but I can't even save to get myself out of debt. How do I get him to see how unfair this whole situation is? I've already shown him spreadsheets with my budget and where exactly my entire check goes to every two weeks. He agreed to help take over one or two of my bills, but mentioned multiple times that I need to cut costs and get rid of non-essential things. You know, it, there, there's a there's a whole lot to unpack here, right? And it's easy from the outside looking in to start to kind of share what we think it looks like, what it sounds like. Clearly, there's a problem for her because she's reaching out for advice. How do you respond in this situation? And so in this case, that's that's kind of um, exorbitant, right? That's This is an exaggerated um, example of being unequal in handling bills. However, um, there are some minor things that maybe exist in everyday relationships that kind of mimic the same type of behavior. Well, I mean, listen, I, I make no assumptions. And so, I mean, we, you could have very well described somebody's mm-hmm. situation like right now. Sure. Right. And yes. so that's, that's, that's actually looking at this. Mm-hmm. So I won't make any assumptions that that couple is not on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm, I'm fighting. What time is it? What time is it? My, my, my watch is a little off. I, I think oh, 724. Mm-hmm. So I can't, I can't completely unleash with my, my, my completely, totally biased opinion. It's just not time. I oh, got to let, the, let the people, oh, oh, I see. I see. you know, this, this kind of calls, I mean, for me, it, it causes me to kind of think about, you know, let, let's just make it real simple. Let's not talk about leadership. Let's not talk, talk about knowing your role as a husband or any of that stuff. Let's just talk about empathy. Mm, interesting. Like, 
what does it, I mean, because we know money is always a topic that mm-hmm. comes up, right? When you talk to couples and yep. and things that they're struggling with or trying to work their way through, money always comes up. Yeah. But let's discard the talk of money and just look at empathy. What do you feel when you see somebody that you care about struggling? Mm. And what do you do in response to that if they're struggling? Yeah. I mean, what stands out to me, um, you know, it's funny, right? A, a few things. But one thing that really kind of glared to me is like she, it sounds like she went to do with the whole presentation, spreadsheets and mm-hmm. justification and all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting to me. Like, yeah. she's making a, she got to make a case. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that is interesting in that. Um, and this is, this is a lot of times when couples find themselves um, having challenges with money, there's often one that is, hey, here's the spreadsheets and the calculations and the budget, and here's less balance the checkbook. Mm-hmm. And the other is not as diligent um, or um, doesn't put in the same type of effort. Yeah. So if you bring me spreadsheets and I'm not a spreadsheet person, you're wasting your time. We're not speaking the same language. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and by the way, mm-hmm. um, that that I know that couple is on here. I mean, I don't know, but I just know, right? The numbers suggest that couple is here, right? Where you know there's someone who is very diligent about the money or the invested saving, the whatever, mm. the tracking the dollars, and the other person is just like, hey, swap me, and they're gone, right? And so <laughs> those <Damn>. those things <laughs> those things are really important to be able to talk about and come to some middle ground, right? Yeah. I mean, and I'm talking about maybe. Maybe if you're the spender, maybe it does require that you maybe take a look at what you're spending, mm. right? Maybe it requires that you give a little in terms of helping to make your spouse more comfortable. Maybe if you are the one who's watching every penny, maybe you should use that skill to create kind of a pot of money where your spender can go. I don't know, right? But there's got to be an outlet, Somehow. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm just listening. Oh, it's like it's like it, it got real silent. Maybe it was the thunder. Listening. It was just like <laughs> right, but but maybe you create you recreate some things so that it's not all just mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and there and there's ways to do that, right? You know, I mean, I don't know how many people have, have um gone through uh Ramsey's financial piece yeah. uh university, but um there are a lot of people who have uh, like really remarkable testimony about how they were able to come together around money with that. Right. Yeah. Um, and so all that requires actually is two people who are willing to kind of walk through the, the same process together. Even if you don't go in there exactly eye to eye. Mm-hmm. This case here though, again, I'm not, you know, I don't know how rare it is or how frequent, but it's just got me wondering like, wow. I mean, are you willing to watch somebody struggle so you can do what you want to do? Yeah. Well, I mean, and there's this, this whole thing about, um, you know, we're struggling and yet you're able to go by yourself. Well, in this case, a car Mm -hmm. or you're, you find, find the money to, and and it could be on either side of it. You find the money to get your nails done, get your hair done and go shopping every week. But we can't pay rent every month, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I've, I've heard things like that, or, you know, do you have to have another pair of shoes, another pair of Jordans when mm-hmm. we, we can't eat? Okay. Um, I'm, about, I'm about to say something controversial. Okay. But it's mildly controversial. Okay. Okay. Cause I, 
I may tap on some toes and I apologize if your toes get tapped on. All I'm saying is if you if you have a storage unit, mm -hmm. you probably don't need no more stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're welcome. That's for free. So <laughs> one of the things that we shared before, if you are in a relationship, and again, you know what we're doing here is really trying to spark um, your interest in having this conversation in your relationship. We're not really here to provide any specific answers to this, but to kind of bring up something um, that, that the two of you can talk about that maybe helps you reflect and get to your own challenges around money if finances happens to be um, a challenge for you. Uh, one of the things that we, we highlighted and you kind of mentioned was reaching out to a third party. So having someone that is a professional be the person that kind of help helps the both of you navigate and walk through your money management. When it's you against the other person, it tends to maybe become too strained. It sometimes can become the, the conversation that you are tired of having. Um, it, there's so many things, but many marriages end over finances. Yeah. And this happens too, where um, we make agreements and then maybe we have a change of heart. Things change. And but you, you feel like, well, you know, I agreed to it, so now I can't say anything. But when you do that, resentment grows, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of times. And you know, so hey, listen, sometimes things change. Or maybe sometimes who hadn't been in that situation where you made the deal and mm -hmm. then you walked away like, hmm. Mm. I just you know what? That was not a good deal at all. <laughs> yeah. And so if you're married, you don't you have to be able to to talk about those things mm -hmm. because if you don't then it just it can get to a point where um, there is some resentment and but yeah so that that can happen and yeah. does however yeah well <laughs> however what Brennan Brennan actually hit it where where, where I was going Lisa mm -hmm. yeah she's struggling he's not that's that's all I read so far oh okay well he has the rest and, of that point is yeah. pretty good too yeah mm -hmm. he seems clear that this is her issue not his. This is, in my opinion, not a money issue. It's the symptom. Yeah. Ain't it always, Brennan? Yeah. yeah. But, but I like that. And in the same way, Stephanie said, this could be a communication issue. Both parties must communicate effectively to ensure they're being heard and mm -hmm. understood. And you're yeah. right. So a lot of the issues that come up in our relationships are symptoms of some other issue. And often the issues that we're challenged with are interrelated. So mm -hmm. it could be about <laughs> expectations. It could be about communication and it could be just what it is about finances. Leadership is first about serving, right? It's about influencing someone by serving, right? And, and we often talk about Jesus Christ as the greatest example of leadership, right? To ever walk the planet. Why? Because... He said he gave the ultimate sacrifice for all mankind, right? Ultimately, leadership is about service. Service is about sacrificing what you want because there's something more important than just you, mm -hmm. right? And so, okay, I, I hate to beat y'all over here with Ephesians 5 again, <laughs> but... The role of the husband, the role of the husband is actually not to make more money. That's not the job. The job is to love your wife as Christ loves the church, as Christ loves the church. That's the job, right? 
he gave himself up for it, right? And because that sacrifice was necessary. I feel like I keep people, you tell people not get it, the sacrifice was necessary in order for the church to have access to God, in order to be what it was supposed to be, what it was created to be. And so for a husband, if you're if you're loving your wife in a way, and we, people often say, you know, well, what does that scripture mean? It means you gotta be willing to die, <laughs> right? They yes. say that quickly. <laughs> But what is that? What is that death? Because it's not calling for a, 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 a physical death. It's just calling for you to put your desires to death, put your selfishness to death, mm. your self-centeredness and focus on you and what I want and how I feel. It's calling you to put those things to death. Yeah. I mean, it, it sounds like you're describing dying to self. Well, yeah, but I wanted to break down like what that means. I know. <laughs> right? I what I mean by that. And that yeah. was my point. I mm-hmm. think it is a really, it was a very clear definition of what that means because yeah. people say that too. You have to die to self, but what does that really mean? Yeah. And so say it again. Like everything I just said? Yeah, about what it means. Well, what I said is, <sighs> it's not a physical death, right? Right. It is dying to all those things, those selfish desires, what I want, what I want to say, what I want to do, because there's something more important. When you're, when you're married, the two become one, right? That's the idea, one. And so if that is so, how is it that my wife can be struggling and I'm not? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not how, how can I not be doing everything possible to mitigate her struggle or at least you know, if we got to climb up out of this valley, I'm going to be climbing too. I'm not going to be like, well, hey, when you get up there, send down a rope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, right? well, let me. Okay. So let's pause right here because, you know, we've heard of, of couples <clears throat> where, okay, so say we have an agreement and the agreement is that each of us has a hundred dollars to spend on ourselves every uh-huh. month. Right. And in every month on the first day of the month, we both get $100. On the second day of the month, I have spent all my $100. You haven't spent any. On the 28th of the month, (laughs) I'm like, can you give me an advance on my 100 for the next month? And you still haven't spent any. And then I want to bring myself to say, well, can you give me some of yours? Right. And you turn to me and say, hey, we started with the same amount. Nobody told you to spend up all your money. Get out of my face. <laughs> that happens. Yeah. It doesn't happen so, here. But, but, <laughs> but that happens. I mean, it, and, and so I think, you know, in that I'm particular context, you know, the, it, the context actually does, it matters in, in that respect, I think. Yeah. Right. I mean, because I could see a scenario if we had that arrangement, mm-hmm. I could see a scenario where I'm like, Exactly. I saw. I saw where you spent your honey. I don't know. I'm. I'm be over here, right? I could. Yes. <laughs> I could be. I, and, but and stop that's not this. Like a squirrel. I mean, stop. you know. <laughs> yeah, but but that. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe. But but that sends a. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It. Did, but it depends on like because because some of this could be just how well how just how gracious are you right Yeah. I mean. I could be gracious some days. Some days I'm like, girl, what? Nah, what? What are you doing? Yeah, but even though I, I would like to say I, I spent my last hundred dollars on some dogs. So what I, what I guess you did? 
what I would like to say, <laughs> and the reason why I brought that up is because I could be considering myself, mm-hmm. you know, because the whole month I was without money, I was struggling mm-hmm. and you watched me struggle, but yeah. you didn't offer me more money. And you also didn't, you know, try to pull me out of it. You just watched mm-hmm. me struggle. And I, and I say that and again, it's just a hypothetical situation, but that happens, right? And, and we get into these relationships where it's like, you always spend your money first. You mm-hmm. never save your money. You're, you're always, you're putting yourself in this situation where you spend more than you make and you're living check to check. Mm-hmm. I'm watching you do this. So I'm not going to change my habits to help you break yours. Yeah, I mean, well, that that happens, right? It's just not the scenario we unfolded. That's it's all. not, it's not so- the scenario we unfolded. But I <laughs> wanted to go there because we were kind of talking about that. And, and so in some of the comments, somebody said um, he doesn't love her if he's willing to see her struggle. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to kind of throw that in there, too, because mm-hmm. we sometimes watch each other struggle and sometimes we watch each other struggle out of that resentment that may have settled in. And, and I'm just saying, you know, that sometimes it's like, good, you deserve that. You struggle. Yeah. But man, does is that, that mean I don't is, love you? Is that what it's supposed to be? It doesn't mean now, I don't love you. It begs the question though, mm-hmm. right? Because, because we often talk about people having those conversations early. Mm-hmm. Many do not. Yeah. Um, what's the line? And this is, we, we're not going to, break it down tonight, I don't think. But, you know, what is that line when you say, you know what, Uh, I think that with regard to this issue, we are not in the same place. Uh So this is a deal breaker for me, right? You got to actually, I think it's important to have that in you um, because love, people make all kinds of decisions based on love. And you can love anybody. We've said this before. Mm -hmm. It is possible to have your heart connected to anybody. Yeah. So that person could like financially run you straight into the ground, right? And yeah. you'll love them, right? And you, in fact, you will see beforehand, you know what? I don't know. Like living with your moms, no offense. <laughs> you know, you know, credits, Jack can't get, you know, what they need, can't get access to resources, poor spending habit, all those things that show you that potentially that may be a financial issue. Mm-hmm. However, spend enough time with somebody. Then you get to know the human being behind those bills. Boom, you in love. <laughs> and then you're stuck, maybe, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I, I just think it's important to be considering things like that because um, some people want to kind of work with you through the growth process. And that happens all the time, mm-hmm. right? Some people need to go off and grow on their own. I don't know what decision, I don't know where your decision point is with that, mm-hmm. but some people need to go ahead and become an adult, excuse me, all by themselves and figure it out. Mm. And maybe, maybe that's not your journey. It's important, I think, to always just be praying and paying attention because the, that, that emotion, that, that, that strong emotion, I, I, I hesitate to call it an infatuation, but early on, that's kind of what it is, but strong emotions will cause you to go in a direction that you wouldn't necessarily otherwise go, right? So I don't know, but it's always hard to say, right? Because everybody is stuck with someone through that struggle. Yeah. yeah. But um, some people have like, are still struggling because of struggle. So it's important to think about and pray about. Yeah, but but going a, f- a step further is mm-hmm. enabling someone <clears throat> who doesn't 
doesn't budget, doesn't manage their money well, mm -hmm. and continues to spend excessively. And yeah. you said some some people may potentially drag you down with them. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, as it pertains to a premarital relationship, you know, those are some of the signs and things that you want to pay attention to. Once you're married, then everything is married. And so then again, it is necessary to have those conversations and revisit the conversations about spending habits, about attitudes towards money, about <laughs> budgeting and financing and, and some of the things, setting goals, like Tawanika said mm -hmm. um, kind of earlier in the, in the hour, because if you allow someone, and, and, and we've seen this too. So in this particular instance is one person that is kind of excessively spending while the other person is struggling, right? But we've also seen where people will continually spend what they don't have in order to look like they're not struggling. Different. Oh, yeah. You know what? Oh, we got to come back. That's a whole, that's a, yeah, period. We got, we got to come back. We yeah. can't even, we, that's, that's not even, because that's like the whole, what, keeping up with the Joneses thing. That's what you're talking about? Um, yeah, it could be. Yeah, we need to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. If well, y'all want. That'd the, be fun. The thing about this article that got me was that she said it was his third car. Yeah. I'm, so I'm his like, third wow. Car, dream car, muscle car. Three. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Three? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah thanks for that. So um Michelle Morrison says, my husband definitely will give his last to make sure that his family has our wants and needs. I sure hope I'm not un unintentionally being this person. Mm, that's deep right there. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, Tina Smith says, right. And Gloria says, staying through the struggle requires that there is some respect and mutual goals. Yeah, that's good. This is good stuff. Thank, thank you guys for these comments. Um, mm -hmm. here's, here's part of the response um, from this column. Um, and basically the person responded with, I would like to sit your husband down with your spreadsheet of bills and ask him which costs he would like you to cut for you to be able to afford your dream car as well. <clears throat> you know, I mean, I mean, you know, it's an advice column and it says no, <laughs> but seriously, <laughs> this inequity needs to stop. Your husband sounds very entitled and he's using your higher income to his advantage. He isn't stressed out because his money isn't being affected. He's not seeing you as a financial partner. So why would he care? And newsflash, just because he had a kid with someone else doesn't mean he gets to skip out of childcare with you. Come on now. All right. So, yeah. I, I could go <laughs> on, but you could find that article as well. But it piqued my interest enough that I thought it was something that maybe we should talk about in the marriage shop. Yeah, I think um, your... The way you manage your finances, and, and, and who are we to tell people how mm -hmm. they should manage their finances? Yeah. What I can say is that um, the word says that two are better than one because they receive a good return for their work, right? Now, it goes on to talk about, you know, kind of the, the protection that comes along with being, you know, in partnership with someone, right? Mm -hmm. To being, being connected. But I just want to stick with the good, for turn, good return for their work piece. Mm-hmm. It's just simple mathematics, yeah. right? Um, <laughs> two people's money combined is more powerful than money separated. Now, some people have made the decision to separate bank accounts because um, most oftentimes <clears throat> it'll be you know a case where someone has just uh, kind of has um, spending that is uncontrolled and you know can't budget things falling through the cracks. And so somebody decides, okay, you know what? No, nah, we just got to have this separate. Mm. Um, yeah. So I, I, I guess I can get that. Now, what do you do? Right. But 
more more broadly speaking, there are some people who also have separate bank accounts because that's just how they do it, right? Maybe you saw your parents do it. Maybe you've decided, you know what, I work hard for mine and, you know, I'm, I'm going to have mine and you can have yours and that'll be fine, right? Mm-hmm. Some people do that. Yeah. Um, I would say that the word says two are better than one. Mathematically speaking, I would say that your money goes further and is able to do more with more money <laughs> mixed on in there with it. Right. Mm. And so, um, yeah, just consider that. That's all. I mean, I, I won't get all all judgmental and preachy on how people de- decide to do what they do with their money. Yeah. But <clears throat> it's important to kind of do if it is even possible to do a self-evaluation about where your attitude around money came from. Did it come from a previous relationship? Maybe this is like a second or third marriage. Mm-hmm. And that last one burned you. And so you're not going to have that happen again. So you're going to make sure you protect with yours. Mm-hmm. That happens. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, it's important to understand that. And what Wendy said earlier, I think is a is a, a really, it's a great, it's a smart idea to go and have someone else who is not the couple that, that helps you to hold some accountability, like that can say, hey, you know, we got to set some goals up. What are you going to do? And then having to answer to that. Mm-hmm. Right. Obviously, somebody else can't control you, but there's something about having made some commitments and obligations and hearing the truth that and sometimes the truth can be better um, absorbed from somebody who does not live with you every day. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you're going to some of y'all will have can attest to the fact that. Um, a third party, a stranger, a counselor, a financial advisor, a pastor, whatever, may say something to you, right? And, 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 and you'll be like, yeah, that's a great idea. And your spouse is like, I said that like 10 times, <laughs> <laughs> right? But yeah. having a third party, I think, is, is, um, is a good idea. But think about where your attitude around money came from. Yeah. And some, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, even if you started at two different places, the other thing that that does is it gets you at the same place at the same time. And so one of you may love math and maybe can do numbers in their head and, you know, live for budgets and spreadsheets and all that stuff. And and the other person is like, as soon as I hear um, anything about money or spreadsheets or taxes, I'm having a panic attack. And so being able to be at the same place at the same time is beneficial as you're learning a new way, right? So it's not here, let me tell you how to do what you're doing and let me tell you what I've done. This is this is what works. This is the way to do it. You're discovering the way to do it together. Um, and I, that doesn't just apply with finances. That applies with a number of things in your relationship. So, yeah. No question. Yeah. <laughs> So what we want you to do this week is to think about your own thoughts and feelings and habits as it pertains to <clears throat> money, finances, spending, um, and then have a conversation Ooh. with your spouse. We said before, actually, I think it remains. It, do, mm-hmm. it makes no sense to burn out one, one person mm-hmm. if, if there is something that you are, that you are contributing to this marriage or that you're, that you're generating that's going to enhance the marriage and <clears throat> your ability to do what you need to do, mm-hmm. then I think we do it, right? It's it's the same, you know, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just think you do it because selfishness, like, has no gender. 
Yeah. Some people are, some people are just, I mean, sometimes people are selfish. They kind of want what they want for a number of reasons. Right. But it's like, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll drop this last thing in there. Cause as you were talking about, um, if you, if one person struggles or no, you said if one person is doing well, then you're both doing well. And I, and I think what I was hearing is if one person struggles and we both struggle. And one of the, one of the issues that many of you brought out was that their, their experiences are different. So how could he watch her struggle? So she's struggling, but he is living his best life (laughs) based on how they described it. Right. He's prospering and she's struggling. That means that their marriage together is struggling. That's that's how that goes. So there's not a, you know, my positive cancels out your negative. If there is a negative in our marriage, in our relationship, then we're at a deficit um, as a couple. So that song, Struggle Love by Jaheem. I don't know if I know. Pull that out. Do I know this song? So yeah, somebody know. Can Anybody sing out it? there know the song "Struggle Love" by Jaheem? Sing it. Um, no, I can't sing it, okay. but I know that there's a song, and and a lot of people related to the song. So you might want to look up the lyrics to the to that song. Struggle by Jaheem. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Struggle love. I mean, because so, that's the thing, you know. And so if we if we if we are struggling, then we we are both here struggling, right? If we are prospering, then we are both here prospering. If you prosper, um, and 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 you are protecting, and you are leading, and you are blessing, then we all prosper. If you mm-hmm. prosper and you're selfish, then we struggle. Yeah. I mean, it's so, a whole lot of equations. Y'all tracking with me? The plus and the minus, the plus and the plus, yeah. the the minus and the plus, the two minuses. All, all of that. Yeah, and, and and I think it's semantics. I don't I don't mm-hmm. believe there's any prosperity Camilla. in selfishness. See, that's why I love you. Way you go, yeah. Camilla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there there can be no prosperity in selfishness. Yeah, that's good. I think you said that. Did you say that? What just like just now? You said something about you had like a a statement about selfishness. Yeah, I don't know, but. <laughs> Whatever it was, I'm sure it was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah. um, but yeah, we get we get into that time, baby. So I guess yeah. we're gonna have to wrap this up. I, I think I think um, the bottom line. Well, I say the bottom line. It's like, yeah, this is it. Not, I mean, there there's more, but I think that with all these things, you got to kind of be able to identify the difference between the the symptom, right, yeah. and the actual illness if you will the problem right and Mm so um i think everything begins with the heart and our heart is shaped in in a lot of ways right over our lifetime and so you you don't exactly know who you're going to get um when you meet them you don't know you in, in fact i would argue that when you meet somebody you don't know who you have yet that's true that's true right and so sometimes all you can see are the symptoms. And so as, since it's very difficult for us to fix anyone, I, what, I, what I think it is important for us all to kind of really examine, right? Mm-hmm. Why do you do what you do? How often do you even question why you do what you do? Mm. Self-examine. Self-examine. Yes. Or yeah, that. You want to say it real fancy, like, right? Well, no, but, because you said examine, but then you asked a question that that 
the way that it came across was it like, was, I'm asking you why you do what you do. Well, I'm asking, but y'all don't have to ask, ask, answer me. You need to answer that for yourselves, right? And examine yeah. why, why do I think this way? Why do I enjoy the things I enjoy, mm-hmm. right? If this, there's a struggle that's ongoing at home, like why is my desire for this to be everything it can be, my desire to love this person, my desire to have a happy home, whatever. Why is that not enough mm. to help us cut through the struggle? Right? What is it that's more powerful than that ultimate peace that you could experience? Mm. I don't know. So I leave you with more questions and answers tonight. <laughs> well, we definitely appreciate 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 you guys jumping in here. Mondays are gonna be about money. And so um, if this is one of those topics that you all are challenged with in your relationships, then join us on the first Monday. Um, But then again, you never know when we're going to pop up or when a topic like this will pop up. But we're going to do our best (laughs) to stick to what we say we're going to talk about. So um, thank you guys again for joining us tonight. We appreciate it. We missed you. And um, we're just thankful and blessed. Let's pray. Yep. All right. Um, Heavenly Father, we just come tonight just thanking you for for who you are. Um, We just thank you for the time that we've had tonight. We ask that you bless um, everyone, everyone viewing, everyone listening, um, even those that couldn't be here. Just be with them. uh, Bless their marriages, their families, and their homes. Um, Help them to agree, uh, to come to an agreement, not based on uh, what we want, uh, but help us all to come to agreement uh, based on what it is you'd have us to do, how you'd have us to serve um, each other. So we thank you. We love you. We pray these and other blessings in your name. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. That is all. We will see you, I don't know, maybe next week. Thank you for joining us today for the Marriage Shop Podcast, brought to you by Catalyst, creating places that people want to work and leaders they want to work for. Learn more at www.connectmovegrow.com. Catch live recordings of The Marriage Shop on Facebook and YouTube on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern. Follow us on Facebook at The Marriage Shop or go to YouTube, enter The Marriage Shop in the search box, click that Marriage Shop logo, and then subscribe to our channel. Set all your alerts to ensure you know everything that's going on in The Marriage Shop.